I was extremely angry, but that was just, that was sadness manifesting as an emotion that's easier to express. It was much more deep rooted. So we worked on a lot of self-hatred and frustration with the world. Hello and welcome to the Menfulness Podcast. It's me, your host, Sam Watling. Thank you for being here, as always, as we try to get beneath the surface of what men are really going through and why we're not talking about it more. And perhaps most importantly, what we're going to do to proceed. First of all, for some good news, we are the proud winners of a York Press Community Pride Award. We took home the best community project and honestly, just we're blown away to even be nominated, getting to sit in that room and meet so many incredible people, causes, you know, just some of the stuff that's going on in this city. It made us very, very proud to be there. And when we got the award, the presenter asked us what it meant to us. And we we accepted it on behalf of all the volunteers and all the members who make this possible. We get as much as anybody else from this thing that we're trying to do. And we do recognise how special it is. And it seems like other people are catching on too. So thank you all so much for your support by listening to this podcast, by talking about us, by telling your friends about us, by checking in on your mates and and seeing how they are. Um, You contribute to what we're trying to do. So thank you. And thank you to York Press and to the Joseph Roundtree Foundation who awarded us as well. Now, before we get on to today's episode with Leo, some feedback from Adam about Issa's story. Just finishing listening to Issa's story, he speaks so fluently about his experiences and in a second language too. The emphasis he puts on the cultural heritage of a building as something that encompasses all of the changes made to it over its history is quite profound. Like our faults and bad experiences also make us who we are. I love the metaphor of menfulness being like planting a tree and the birds who need it will come. Thanks, Adam. Totally agree, mate. Just what a brilliant, genuine bloke Issa is and how his early life and his work impact the person and his perspective on the world uh, was just fascinating. So please, if you haven't listened to it yet, go and check it out. Issa's story is available now. Don't forget the merch store is still live too, and you can still get free shipping right now with the code Free Ship Chemistry. All one word, capital letters, Free Ship Chemistry. I'm informed the button to get to the merch store doesn't appear on our main page if you're viewing it on a mobile. So click the three lines at the top and then merchandise, and you'll get to our store from there. Any problems, do get in touch. Now, It's time for Leo Ballantyne. Leo is a member of Menfulness. He's a regular, shouting up in our WhatsApp group, supporting other people, coming to events, and just opening up about his experiences with ADHD and how it's affected his life. This is a really nice chat with a genuine guy who has been through a lot in his life already. Uh, There's a few potentially triggering bits to this where we touch on suicide as well as loss and grief. But as always, it's an overall positive conversation. We're incredibly grateful to Leo for sharing so that we get to benefit from his experiences. After this episode, let us know what you think. Give us a like, share, comment, subscribe. All this just helps us keep growing and reaching new people that might just need to hear from us. Thank you. Enjoy. It's Leo Ballantyne. Leo, thank you for being here, mate. Welcome. 
Pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. I see you rocking the mindfulness cap. Yeah, Thank brother, you, man. you got a representative. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Did you I... see me at the 10K? Someone got pics of me <laughs> with did, it on. I did. You've got the calm vest on. Yeah. And then you've got the uh, mindfulness hat on. Re- yeah, well, in true ADHD me. style, I was very underprepared and was late. And then, <laughs> so I jogged over to your guys' tent. was like, hi, hi. I think Dan was there. And, oh, and, yeah. Si. and I was like, hi, yeah, yeah. I need to get in the pen. And they were like, oh, they're all over there somewhere. And yeah. Didn't Mate, see anyone. <laughs> no, but you, you did it. The filters are there. You were there, man. And, I was. and you, how, how did it go for you? How was it? What? Do you know what? It was a beauty, man. I missed breakfast, but the first 5K, I was sailing. Oh, yeah. My goal was just get round. Yeah. So I just cruised it, had a mint time. Yeah, sort this... of popped halfway through with energy and that. Yeah, well, the sun round. was out as well, wasn't it? Which... Yeah, and I, I hate running in the yeah. heat, man. It just saps me of energy. Yeah. Some people are solar powered, but nah, I'd much rather <laughs> run in a monsoon. There was a guy in a bin. Yeah, <laughs> I passed him, fortunately, because that would be upsetting, wouldn't it? And a, and a nice guy called Ben from uh, Mind, who was in an elephant costume. Passed him as well, well MLB. Yeah, I, I mean, give him a tap on his shoulder. Well done, good. Nelly. Get it done because that can't be fun. There was a dude in full cricket whites, pads, helmet, was, and uh, a bat. That was Chris from York Mind as well. Right. So people were showing Phenomenal. up for the for the mental health charities and uh, and so yeah, thank you for representing. No me. pleasure, and, man. Um, thank you for giving me the. Spot. And you were sub an hour work. Yeah, you did it. You did it in a quite 54 a good fifty-four yeah, summer. Yeah, that's good time, man. Yeah, man. Good. You can't sneeze at that. Thank good. you. Good. Excellent. Um, and so yeah, just so people know. Um, you, I met you at um, one of the night sessions uh, yeah. at the stadium. Uh, God, what, it must have been over a year ago. Yeah, probably. We were down in the uh, the shop at the time. Yeah, that was the. T- are they both Aussies? Them two Antipodeans, Brendan. And, yes. Um, oh, they were both there. They were they? Both there, oh, mate. yes. Yeah. So we're talking. We're talking well over a year ago right. then. Um, but it's. It I means it's, it's grown, and we've moved into a different room now. But yeah. I, it was. We were still cramming a fair few around the table at that point. It, yeah, was, my first one. It was. Yeah, yeah, 20, 30 people. Yeah. And I just, you know, I clocked you because you just spoke really effortlessly. And I remember you kind of including people. And I think that's always the beauty of those things because people come through that door. I, mean, I think it might have been your first one that yeah, I met I did you speak at. speak at my first, um, yeah. And uh, it, it just, it's scary for a lot of people. It's scary for me, you know. And, and it's like to go in and sit down at your first one and, and kind of just... Be frank and be honest. It, it makes everybody that. else feel a little bit less. Uh, actually, you know, I can talk as well then. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah. Um, oh, that's what it's about, isn't it? Absolutely, that's what we're man. There for, man. So, so, how did you come across us then? It's a good question. Matty asked me this the other day, and I think I'm, I'm sure, and it'd be true for most of us. I'm sure it's just socials mostly. Yeah. I know my mother on Facebook shares a lot and stuff. And she's probably mentioned it a few times in passing. She doesn't, I don't really speak to her too much about my my mental stuff. But um, yeah, obviously I was in a place where like Googling like mental health, health, yeah. like counselling, blah, blah, blah. And you guys will have definitely been up there. Oh, that's Like good, Calm man. Samaritan's Mind, yeah. York Mentalness. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's good to And know. then, yeah, knowing it on the Facebook. And then I'll have just seen that one session. Yeah. And I know, I'm sure you won't mind me saying, but my brother, he's older than me. With his difficulties, he speaks very highly of group therapy. And yeah. I know what we do isn't like professional yeah. group therapy and everything, but yeah, it yeah. must be similar talking, contextually. Yeah. So I was like, go and give it a go. If it's not for me, it's not for me. But yeah. lo and behold, I'm still here. Yeah, I? man. So, and, you know, it sounds like there's <clears> been a few different adventures since we first met. And, 
you still stay in touch. I like that as well, which has yeah. been really nice. Well, it's a beautiful thing, man. And so... the, the WhatsApp group's good for that, isn't it? Doesn't matter where in the world you are, we can uh, we can keep up with yeah with what you're up to. So, um, I mean, just to, before we get going, then just a little bit so people know who you are and and what you're about. Can you give us a bit of background about you, name, age, that sort of thing? Yeah, man. So Leo, obviously, as you said, uh, born and bred in York. Twenty eight years old now. I'll be twenty nine in January. Man, that's always spooky when you say it out loud, knocking on door of 30. <laughs> oh, but... but yeah, you can't, once you get to the eight, you can't really say you're mid anymore. No, like it's late <laughs> 20s, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that was a tough one. But we, it happens to all of us, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting you say with the, my first mindfulness session, I do remember million observation. It's not negative or positive or mm. whatever, but I do distinctly remember being significantly young there. Yeah. But as I say, those two Antipodean lads were there who were younger than me, I think. Yeah, So yeah. that was a bit of relief. And uh, obviously, I don't mind it. It was just like, oh, God, is it going to be a bit, a bit of a middle-aged men group? Which, of course, it isn't. No, but that... that and, and I think there's... A sl- well, I mean, each of our age, uh, activities have different age groups that come to them. But yeah. from our podcast listeners, we're, we're usually in the sort of um, 35 to 50, mostly... Right. Um, and I, I think the football edge is slightly younger, I guess, yeah, because sense. of the sort of um, exertion of, of yeah. energy. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, it, it's different strokes for different folks, isn't it? Yeah. We kind of want something for everyone, ideally, so yeah. that no one's left out. Some people are like, I don't really want to play computer games. I do, standing, sitting and talking in a circle, it's very, it's not natural for most blokes, is it? No, um, but that's what we're trying to break down. Yeah, eh? exactly. Get so get him, in, get him into something else first. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you went straight in, uh, yeah. no messing about to the, probably the most intense what activity that we've got, right, right. which is our talking group. I think my first, actually, just remembering, was one of the Sunday walks oh, around yeah. the bar walls. Oh, yeah. Again, right. everyone was quite a bit older than me, but yeah. as you say, much yeah. more casual, yeah, just is, ambling. And, oh, and we Dan, were nattering, but... Yeah. Dan's lovely who runs that group as well. Right. And he's yeah. been doing that for three years now. Oh, class. Uh, barely missed one. Just, right. just he loves it, and it, and it, it's, it, is, get, it is a pleasant. It's nice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, oh well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad you're still here, man. I'm glad you're yeah, still no, finding I, yeah. something to gain from it. Yeah, admit it's not one of those groups where it's Hopefully like you come along. As well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, here you are, man. Um, yeah, well, but yeah. this is it. Is you, you know, you don't. Um, it's not one that you need to sort of come along while you're feeling a certain way, and then go when you're not feeling that way anymore. Or it's always we're all works in progress aren't we and so, yeah community isn't it yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah what about what led you to us then was it you know are you happy to talk to us a little bit about what it was that, that made you think we were the right fit for you yeah so I was much more badly at that time with as I say sometimes it's hard to look back on man like, and I, I do this often like um, I haven't been my best with it, like depression wise if if you call it that i had i was on antidepressants last year and was we i was really resistant to medicine but it got to the point where it was like okay doc i'll i'll, I'll just try anything yeah. if it's gonna work it's gonna work and it did help yeah. it did lift the mood and everything and then i had cbt right alongside yeah. weaning myself off and that must have only well that literally finished just before i started first year so only right. just about a year ago, pre pre September, right, um, okay. and I remember thinking in in December, 
and don't get me wrong it's been up and down healing isn't linear isn't it but no. i remember in december just like looking back like i cannot believe i was in that place that i was in so and it's like re- it's still really odd to look back yeah. i mentioned it to you before we started but it's just like you had years of living robbed off of you yeah. Like I wasn't living, I was just existing. Yeah, and it's like really spooky to think back. Um, but it's sorry, amazing yeah. though that you that you feel that there's like so much distance travelled in what sounds yeah. like a fairly short period of time yeah, yeah, yeah. with the right moves made. Um, yeah, and I'd love to hear a bit more about CBT. Yeah, we'll get but, into um, it. But what? How long did you? Would you say that you felt that way then? Well, it's hard, isn't it, to actually because it's so insidious. It creeps up on you. You don't necessarily even realise. And when I speak to the professionals and stuff, they're like, how long have you been? And I'm like, honestly, man, as an adolescent, I've been dealing with stuff like this on and off. Like I say, my first counselling, I'll have been 21, 22, and then sort of had four years just doing whatever. And then, yeah, it got really bad again, which was when I heard about you guys and was like, well, nothing ventured, nothing gained. It's not going to make me any worse, is it? Yeah seeing what the crack is all about and um no obviously it's been very beneficial for me yeah. so i think it was just that in a bad place trying to do and en- en- anything and everything that i yeah. could yeah you, you your early 20s is such a formative time isn't yeah. it and for you to be sort of battling so much um, yeah. and and you see so you, you had some counseling at 21 mm. and, and did that help did you find that sort of talking therapy was useful to you there that did help yeah yeah, the specific sort that I got. I think they, do they call it gestalt? I seem to recall. Right. Because there's all sorts of variations, isn't there? And like yeah. how CBT is n- not counselling per yeah. se. And then you've got holistic counselling. I think it's gestalt. Anyway, it was reasonably proactive. We did at that time uh, when I was just exploring everything with the guy who's absolutely phenomenal, by the way. Can't recommend mind enough or any of these charities honestly um but yeah when we were exploring it it was i was extremely angry yeah but that was just that was sadness manifesting as an emotion that's easier to express wow it was much more deep rooted okay Uh, so we worked on a lot of self-hatred and frustration with the world i had to get that off the back of I'm, i'm sure she won't mind me saying um my first ever girlfriend. We were together 18 to 24. Wow. And as you just mentioned, your early 20s, very formative years. So unfortunately, I always described it as we were like victims of circumstance. Um, we just grew apart. Very, very yeah. amiable breakup. And yeah. we're still friends to this day. And I was going through some earlier this year and she was great. Like had a really long phone call with me, helped me figure stuff out and was like, I still really care for you, obviously. And I was like, yeah, same course. Um, Sorry, I told you I'd digress. I mate, have. listen, digre- oh. digressing is absolutely fine, mate. You don't need to worry about Sweet. that. And 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 if anything, this makes it, it adds the, the little tangents add richness to what it is that you're trying to say. Yeah. And yeah. and I think that that um, it speaks volumes about um, people when yeah. they break, but they're able, especially when you're in the place that you were in, mm-hmm. they're able to still break amicably and still care for each mm-hmm. other and look out mm-hmm. for each other. Um, and I think you you need that, especially. At, you're still young at 18 mm-hmm. it's a young time to get into a relationship mm. and and then right into your early adulthood it's um that can't have been easy to accept as when you've got all the rest of the world on your shoulders too well yeah no you say the counseling it got to that 
and it will have been like a year or two after as it had built on the foundation of depression that I already had in me right um which we'll get into won't we my feelings of alienation etc but yeah oh god bless him lovely lovely family um but unfortunately her mother passed from cancer right and then not even a year later they lost their father to um ischemic heart disease um and yeah we'll have been I might be getting the ages wrong but we were 21 22 23 and she's the the matriarch yeah um sorry not well she's the eldest of the of the four siblings so has always had that you know the elder sibling role um and obviously me being with her and stuff uh yeah it was just tough man so obviously and god like not even my mother and father but it was like just horrible mate so obviously you get really angry about that don't you like why us why why them why yeah heavy man and then obviously that just sort of built on everything that I already had and it's like I guess feelings of like well I must have deserved it or yada yada and you just get really angry at the world understandably yeah I I, I find it really interesting what you say about emotions coming out as what did you say translations of another emotion that have come out my anger was definitely because it's easy well as a bloke as well yeah. i know people say we're not that emotionally complex which yeah. obviously isn't true but yeah. the societal condition yeah. it's so much easier to be angry than it is to be sad yeah so i just was yeah <laughs> even though it wasn't the root wasn't anger it was sad well more than sadness depression yeah and and do you think that you were aware of that? Like, what was it? Was it a case of the counsellor sort of having to try and explain that to you? Or, do you, you know, can you come to the... Because that sounds so complicated, unpicking those sort of layers. Yeah, yeah. I think I must have known a little. Yeah. Um, But it was definitely something that we explored. And the particular exercises that, that we did. Yeah. Like, we'd do... Um, As I say, it was over a period of weeks, but we'd do... Um, and oh, he was just amazing, man. You know, these people are just so professional, so compassionate. Yeah. Like, wow. Um, you wonder how these people can get out of bed with that much compassion every single day. Yeah, dude. Well, he said amazing. to me, he was like, I, we all get offered counseling yeah. to help us alongside with. But yeah, so we do like one of them, I recall. And I'd, I'd, you'd do it in your own time, but it was like, you just write yourself questions. Like, how are you feeling today, man? And then you write back the answer and it's like, oh, why are you feeling like that? It's like, I don't know, mate, X, Y, and Z. As in, so the exercise was like, make yourself a friend. Because he's like, why are you being so harsh on yourself, man? You've, this is too, like the loss is incredible. You wouldn't, the way you're speaking and feeling about yourself, you wouldn't do that to a friend, would you? It's like, God, no. Yeah. Like, that's really horrible for someone. So, yeah, and there's another one with an empty chair and you imagine yourself sat in it as you would imagine a friend, but you imagine yourself. And it's like, I can see why you'd feel like that, dude. And then, obviously, it's really difficult, but... Subconsciously, what that's doing, I mean, so you're, you're improving your self-talk by separating yourself mm-hmm. out and treating yourself like someone that you care about and that you love which you should yes because we're the only person that we definitely know we're always going to be around yeah do you know what i mean yeah so that, that's fascinating yeah man. i'm glad you mentioned separation that reminded me something he said he was like 
obviously there's yourself, there's your complete self, but that negative chat in your brain is also a part of you. Yeah. And it's not necessarily separate yourself from that, but to become, to understand it more, to become friends with it more. Because yeah. really, everything that we have, including depression and self-hatred and stuff, it's it's your brain going about it the wrong way, but it's, yeah. a, it's equipped for survival. Yeah. It's trying to help, it's just not doing it correctly yeah so he mentioned that pixar film is it called inside out yeah amazing Where, yeah inside the head you've got anger happiness yeah joy all of that and they like take it in turns driving and stuff but really you need that collaboration as a human being that's a full sort of set of emotions yeah to, to deal with the stuff that comes yeah because they're important aren't they and and that sounds like a, a remarkable experience and that was through York Mind, the first yeah. time you had that, because yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we were saying we'll we'll post some links to the things. I, this was a while ago. I don't yeah. know what their offer is now, but they yeah. certainly used to offer um, young people under a certain age um, counselling sessions. So that is true. That's yeah. amazing that you've um, benefited so much from that. Oh, and, dude, yeah, yeah, phenomenal. And that was the beginning of my first to take that first leap as well, because you yeah. do still think. And obviously, I was a young adult, and you you are a bit like. Oh, you know, like nonsense. Is it even really blah blah blah? Yeah. But yeah, it was at the point where it was like, well, it's not going to do me any harm, is it? Yeah. And uh, I like that as well. That's a really simple but honest way of looking at it for anyone who's like, should I go along to that event? Should I ask for that counselling? You know, we we have this. We've counselled probably near three hundred blokes through our counselling thing now. Wow. But we're still finding blokes that don't know that we exist or that are sure counseling is not for me. And this is like, but it's, if you're going through summer, it's not going to make you worse. Yeah. It's not going to make you worse. It yeah. might be difficult. It might be a little uncomfortable at first, yeah. but what if it's just what you need? Yeah. And in our society, I think it's quite a British thing, isn't it? It probably still is not ill looked upon, but there's yeah. shame surrounding it. Or like yeah. people see it as mumbo jumbo and stuff. Yeah. Whereas in America, it's like, Everyone's Everyone got a therapist. has therapist. Yeah, yeah. It's, very, it's perfectly normal. Yeah, it's, see, it's seen as like something that you have even when things are absolutely fine. Yeah. They could be better. You could yeah. be jumping to a, a, a hurdle off, approaching a goal yeah, yeah, in a different yeah. way. And so why not kind of treat yourself like someone mm. you care about? No, that's, that's, that's it, amazing, it, yeah. man. So we've talked about sort of from 21 then. Mm. Have, had you noticed this sort of thing? earlier on into your childhood then is it something that you you'd ever did you grow up being able to sort of talk about your emotions what was your sort of background in that respect no mate no 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 as I say it was more like a, when I look back now it's like yeah I probably was dealing with that when I was 14 15 16 yada and actually in my adolescence it was way more anxiety right. than depression yeah but I think as you mature and stuff that then because they, they overlap don't they so I think the anxiety just sort of developed into depression um but no not until i guess only after you guys and being much more involved with it and uh having more experience with counseling and being open with my depression and etc have i only recently become such an advocate for it when you're very good at it like you you you're generous with what you're going through right and I think it you can see when you put something in the group, people respond and it, it starts conversations and it's um, the, oh, you don't know what, you. you don't know what an impact that's having. Just you sharing what you're going through on other people in there, and and there's a couple of hundred blokes in that group. 
many of them don't say anything. Yeah. But if it wasn't, they weren't getting something from it, they'd leave. They'd yeah. leave. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the amount of blokes in there that are gaining just from seeing other yeah. people who are kind enough to tell people their stories. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I like to think, brother, I'm like, I've been through it, man. And there was a time when I had to take that first step, as it were, to self-betterment. Yeah. So I just think, um, I used to post a lot on Facebook about it as well, when yeah. I was more ill, but being like, it's all love, like there's all these people here, you never know what people are going through. And I was just thinking with no expectation of any reply or, and it wasn't a cry for help, it was just awareness, advocacy. And I just yeah. thought, if there's one guy out there who, like obviously he'd have to be my friend on Facebook, yeah. but if there's one guy who's deep in the tar pit and he sees that, me throwing a little bit of rope, you know, yeah. and he messages me or he does go on the internet and yeah. finds mindfulness and can't, if it's just one guy, yeah, so worth it's it, worth it, so worth it. That's amazing, dude. And it, we don't do it enough. Well, even even mindfulness, even mm. mindfulness, I suppose we're posting a lot about kind of um, the positive news stories. Um, but I suppose the WhatsApp group and the the private Facebook group is where it can get a bit uncomfortable but it's real and i think the more i've been open it's about saying look i've been through this thing even my own friends who i've known for decades yeah. i've been like yeah i've been there man and i'm like what how yeah. did i not know this yeah how did i not know yeah. this why are we talking about game of thrones <laughs> and we could be talking about you know do you know what i mean yeah no, it's, yeah it's like it's Probably. it's more interesting to learn about what people have actually yeah. been through. Yeah, and not just that, like, you do really want to help them, don't you? Particularly it, as someone who's been there. You, as you it, just mentioned, yeah. it's real. And it There's no point hiding from and it. Even if we've been through totally different things and we're different ages and, and what have you, our experience overlaps um, almost every time, yeah. you know, so... It's so real. Well, you know, I don't know the stats offhand, but when you read stuff like biggest killer of men under 45 is suicide, yeah. it's, yeah. it's real. Yeah. Like, we need to be doing stuff yeah. about it, which... 12 blokes a day... That's in insane, this isn't it? That's not um, good. And, you know, I should, I should say it's 17, 18 people a day. You know, there's there's three quarters of uh, men. So and so bad. it's, you know, that's kind of one of the main reasons why we're here is, yes, it's to get blokes talking and accessing counselling, but in a bid to try and catch people before they get to yeah. that point, yeah, that it. ultimate point where they're, they're done. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm 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 lucky enough to say that whilst there have been moments where I've wanted to st- everything to stop, mm-hmm. like I want my, to have an off switch, mm-hmm. it's never become something that I've been like thought about and planned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there's you know the numbers on blokes who have thought about suicide and and really considered how they might take their own lives. Those numbers are are even recorded. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The numbers about yeah. who have actually done it are obscene, but the amount of people who get to that point and don't have anywhere to turn, it just yeah. makes me emotional just thinking about it. It's horrid, isn't it, mate? Um, and that infuriates me. Well, maybe not the right word, but and I think it is getting better, actually. I've seen a few Samaritan adverts on buses in Brighton, and even when I rang them once, they said they were like, yeah, we're not just here for crisis, but a lot of it only seems to be that. Of course, A yeah. lot of it is like, here are all the crisis helplines and with the GP. And I just finished some CBT. And you ask me every time. They, they have to. It's part of the routine. It's the yeah. checkup. And I understand it. But it's like, make sure if you're in a crisis, you had it. And it's like, aren't we trying to prevent that? Yeah. Like, And it's good yeah. to have that, that those facilities are in place. But yeah. it, it, so much more should be done prior to that. And there is, 
you know, it's a sad state of affairs when you look at the waiting lists and yeah. the th- sort of thresholds, the, the, the situations that people have to be in in yeah. order to actually get the support that they need. Yeah, you know, and I know, you know, I'm not making any comment on it on the funding of the NHS. I know we're in, we're in, you know, that's, a, yeah, let's that's not a, get too the, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but the, but the reality is, is that it's like people <coughs> have to be in serious crisis to get the yeah. support that they really need. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, there's a lot of blokes that are ready to talk now, not yeah. in a year or 18 months, yeah. you know, and it's, um, uh, it is amazing that the Samaritans are there, and, and it, it, they, I suppose historically they've always been that number that you call when you're there. Yeah. Um, and and I wonder if part of the reason the the stats look like they do is because blokes, until they get there, some blokes don't have the words, they don't feel like they deserve or you know can Wasted can bear to access it or, or can yeah. admit that they're not the stable whatever it might be yeah. that actually you know they they wait till they get to a certain point before they can access something yeah um yeah and so if you can can I ask you a bit about your call to the Samaritans then and what that was like and where you were at at that point well Samaritans I've rang them a few times now as, as of various things but my um and I'd rather you didn't ask me too much surrounding the specifics, but yeah. after I had the attempt on my life, it was Calm who I rang. Yeah. Um, and they're obviously quite similar, but yeah, I've only spoken to Calm once in that regard. And Samaritans a few times when in real deep depression. Um, they're really good. It's a shame you just you don't get a lot, but I've just found it's just a place to put it somewhere. Right. To be able to... I think you only get 10, 15 minutes or something like, and I you see. might have to wait on the line quite a while as well, which yeah. speaks volumes, yeah. doesn't, doesn't it? Doesn't it? But yeah, they're really good at just, for me, they've always just sort of helped calm me down, grounded me. And it, it's it's often like, okay, you're feeling like this now, but have you considered da 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 like, because you're obviously really um, hysterical. Yeah. So for me, it's just to get that sort yeah. of outsider looking in, yeah. sort of helping with the yeah doesn't have to be like this blah 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 and, and which i know is cliche but it, it's cliche because it's true and, and to come from someone else external from the situation yeah in, like you say it's, yeah because i can't ring my mate about yeah. it or my dad about it not that like they'd be happy to just i can't yeah. Yeah. so to have that on anonymity yeah. and it's someone else who's never gonna see you again or whatever yeah. Yeah, the calm lady was brutal, dude, but excellent because <laughs> yeah. I needed it. Okay, so what she she yeah. didn't pull any punches with you? Then? No, and I can't remember it exactly, but the the exact gist of it was get a grip. Wow, which which was what I needed. Yeah, and she because they're trained, aren't they? Yeah, she yeah. must have known that. Yeah, and it did. I was angry yeah. at her, but when I then went hung up and reflected and took myself out for a walk. Yeah. I was like, yeah, get a grip, man. Which yeah. was right for me. That's yeah, not yeah. right for everyone. Not no, everyone totally. needs to be told listen, that. But different strokes for different folks, Absolutely. Man. And she um, must have known that that's what I needed to hear because it was. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah. And uh, and I think that's that's also true is we can easily get lost in like, you can't say that and you shouldn't say that. Mm. And this is, you know, and, mm. and, and some things, you know, are triggering for people. Mm-hmm. But, but equally, some things are right. And when you're in that position whatever gets you through to the next yeah. day whatever gets you through to the next minute that's it mate isn't it yeah um i'm glad and i'm glad you picked up the phone and I, you know yeah, anybody dude. listening who's who's feeling same in a place dude. like that that there are people training volunteering their time because yeah. they want to hear what you've got to say they don't do they do not want 
you to go without some support in your sort of darkest hour. And yeah. what you said, what you said there, I thought was interesting too about like anonymity and it, you know the confidentiality of speaking to someone who's not part of your situation. Like sometimes there's that fear that like oh, I'm going to really worry someone or I'll burden them. They're going to then go or they'll they'll be forced to go and tell somebody and you know mm-hmm. you, you can't take it back once you've said it to someone yeah. and if you say it in the wrong way because you're in this heightened state or whatever there's so many reasons why people can and don't talk to their nearest and dearest yeah. and it's not personal no. it's just that it's not right for them at that time and i think you know mentalness and groups like it are a bit of a middle ground aren't they like yes. you can go and talk to people who you've got some camaraderie with but yeah. equally you don't know them all that well and they, they, they aren't going to take your burden home with them and they're not going to judge you about your past because yeah. they don't know it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, I, I hope that, you know, wherever you are in the world, you've got a, a group here that have, have yeah, got you back. You thanks, know? man, I do. And that's the beauty of it, isn't it? And actually having been much more open with my sort of like long-term friendship group, they've all been just phenomenal with it as well. But you do often feel a, a burden, even though you know it's wrong, because yeah. it's that putting yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Uh, if it was, wait, I'm explaining this badly. Just me, take my friendship group. I'm yeah. like, if if it was one of them yeah. came to me, oh my god, open arms, man! Like, yeah. come on, and that's yeah. what they think already of me. So, yes. but it's tough to switch yeah. that self-criticism off, isn't it? it Especially is. when you're struggling with those particular things, because they make it even harder. I think that's it, isn't it? Sometimes it's easier to 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 practice before you talk, have those conversations with the people that merely mean something to you. Yeah, um, because it's not. It's yeah. I was exactly the same. I yeah. didn't. I didn't know what to say, so I took myself out of the equation and stopped going to things and then backed off and and then you that's a spiral in itself yeah. isn't it like oh well i won't get invited to things i'm gonna lose my friends because i can't go to these things anymore and yeah it's very quickly easy to 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 spiral yeah when you're in that place yeah massively. Did, did you find then uh, you know at what point did you sort of bring friends and family into what you were going through and and how was that you know how was that received i did guess you... most recently with the lads I sort of had like a breakdown in january um, which again, I was aware it wasn't really depression. It was like grief and just overwhelming sadness. Um, I just reached out like, look, is anyone about for a call or whatever? And I was sort of like that for a few months. Um, and just nothing but love. I probably have taken my foot off that a little. Cause again, you're like, you don't want to be the burden. Like I'm sort of sick of being the sad friend as it were which is horrendous because i don't know what any of them are going through and we do all go through stuff and it's a very very selfish opinion to have that i'm the only one who struggles with things and it's not like that it's just when you're in that moment but no they they've obviously just been offered me nothing but support and everything so that's been really nice and then and then for me them just sort of knowing yes is a relief yeah they sort of know so they do their best to check in and, and, and all of that. But as I say, we're all going through stuff. We've all got lives and yeah. partners and houses and jobs and X, Y, and Z. But I found, I found WhatsApp voice notes to be like a great way to like connect with certain people who maybe I don't see all that often because of everything else that's going nice. on in life. And like, 
like we're talking now, like you will sometimes, people will not talk over each other, but the natural course of conversation mm-hmm. is to, to jump in and to, to chat, mm-hmm. isn't it? Whereas with a voice note, there there's no one to jump in. So you can start talking, you know, if you find that person who's who's receptive to it and who's going through that themselves, something themselves, then, you know, I would encourage anybody to just give it a go talking because it's a different way of communicating. Yeah. And you can do it when you're in the right headspace and you can listen when you're in the right headspace. That's it. I was going to say, there's no expectation of phone ringing. Oh, can God, be, it's not worse than that. Dread, I do it? not yeah. want that. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you give them, you put it in their space and let yeah. them deal with it at their own time and it's much more personable. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that, man. Um, I love your voice notes, dude. I know it's a thing, but <laughs> what was the one you sent me regarding this? It was like five minutes long or something. I loved it, though. I did. I, I tried did. and caveat at the start, like, this may be longer yeah. than I anticipated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, brilliant, man. I love it. Oh, that's good, man. Um, so are you happy for us to talk a little bit? And You, you mentioned about ADHD mm. and um, sort of how that's shown up in your life and, and when it's become, um, you know, something that you've... Recently, I understand had a diagnosis. Like how that has all um, transpired. If you're happy to talk about it, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, like I said to you earlier, I'm no expert on it. I'm still learning, yeah. and it's going to be one of those, isn't it? As I imagine it is for everything. It's something that is constantly a work in progress. Yeah, and you just learn more as because it's well, it manifests differently in everyone. Yeah. And it's badly named as well. We we were saying before we started, weren't we? Attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Yeah. It's all a bit quirky, like, all a bit fun. It's like, and I don't know a great deal about it. And I, I think they don't even still really understand it. But it's like dopamine regulation. Right. Your brain either doesn't create enough or doesn't get enough. I so see. it's constantly just cutting through, like, every moment trying to find dopamine, which right. is then why we're more prone to substance abuse, uh, more prone to take risks, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, when you go on the NHS site, it talks about um, restlessness, trouble concentrating, active impulsively, sometimes sleep, and sometimes, you know, problems with anxiety. And you, you, when you hear it, it's the connotations that you get are from when I was a kid, it was starting to be used to sort of, I don't know if label's the right word, but it was people would would use it to sort of cover behavioural stuff in yeah. schools. Like, is this ch- does this child have ADHD? Yeah. Um, and I remember hearing that being the first time that I really heard about it. So that must have been like, what, the n- sort of 90s. Right, yeah. um, And like you say, I still don't think they've got a proper handle on it. No. And whether or not the name's right, um, because I don't think everybody's hyperactive no there's think... an attentive and inattentive type yeah. right okay and so how, how did it show up for you then do you when do you recognize when you noticed that something was different well again it's it's a hard one isn't it particularly as it affects memory right <laughs> so yeah see, okay yeah and prior to with the on the portal that i was on psychiatry uk portal i have like a patient portal and prior to my assessment which was June 29th, I think, Um, maybe earlier. But yeah, I had forms to fill in, and it was like, they are very, very keen on how it presents in childhood. Right. And I was like, I can't remember. Yeah. I know I was on report in reception, and I remember 
really struggling with homework and never really ever wanting to do it. I see. And often I'd get told, often I'd get told like in mock exams or stupid like pretend coursework or whatever, it'd be like, what you've done there, like none of it is wrong. It's all intelligent and everything, but you started answering the question and then you just started talking about something else. And oh, the famous one, isn't it? In every like school report, it's like, uh, intelligent and erudite just needs to apply himself more. Yeah. And you're yeah. sat there, I don't know, you know, you're like eight, 10, 12, whatever. And it's like, I'm trying to apply myself, man. And you can't express that. And there's never really a place to express that. No. And obviously my parents, God bless them. Like they had no idea and like get frustrated at like, why won't you just do your homework? And yeah. it's like, in my head, I'm like, I've been sorry for the past hour or two telling myself to do it, but I just can't put this game down or I can't stop watching cartoons or whatever. Yeah. Or I really just want to go out and play with my mates, like homework be damned. But Yeah. And so what that does, <clears throat> like sort of making you feel like you're failing. Yes. Actually, oh, God. You're really trying. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, you experience yeah. it differently. Yeah. And there's the whole thing of the, the world not being built for neurodivergence, is it? So... Absolutely, That's and I, I mean, as much money. as you, you, the the conversation around it, and um, the amount of diagnoses that seem to be happening, um, it doesn't change the fact that the world is not geared up for people yeah. um, that are neuroatypical. Is that the right way to describe them? Yeah, if you like, I so think you, neurodivergent you, is neurodivergent. The one that are say, are you yeah. happy with being described like that? How does that feel when you were? when you were kind of diagnosed and what did that mean to you to get that diagnosis? Yeah, well, it's sort of true, isn't it? Like we, the the brain is wired differently. Because yeah. uh, I know some people don't want the label, but then right. some people want it because it helps make sense of what their, what their experiences have been like. Yeah. It, um, For me, it's like if I'm talking to a, and the, they say neurotypical, don't they? It's like, we are different. Yeah. My brain doesn't operate like how yours does, no matter how much I want it to. Yeah. So for me, it makes sense to to label it. But I understand, as you say, some people don't want that. And that, that's fine too. Yeah. Fair enough to them. Uh, but yeah, it's tough, man. It's been, and like I say, I've only very recently been diagnosed. So a lot of grief. Yeah. A lot of grief. Right. Like looking back, and I have a big thing again with my depression. Um, one of my things, particularly being 28 now and only going to uni when I was 27, um, obviously a lot of it is good and to be celebrated, but I'm like, oh, I'm 10 years behind my peers. Loads of them are married, loads of them have houses, loads right. of them have 50k salaries or whatever, you know, and it's like, don't even feel like a proper adult. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but and you're only 28. I mean, let's yeah. let's be real. Like the society has changed a little yeah. in that um, that pe- think people are prioritizing things like houses and kids and that sort of thing later on in their life. Yeah, societally, I think. Yeah, um, and so and it's really easy to get you know, as we were just saying a little bit before, like anchored down. Yeah, so early that you haven't fully like actualized yet like yeah. i must admit i've felt more myself in the last few years right. i think i needed to hit the a wall of anxiety and realize that i was covering up loads of insecurity and like 
shame and imposter mm-hmm. syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't parent like that. I can't live like that. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, I'm quite glad that I bought this house and I met Anna when I did because I'm late. I mean, I'm later on in my life. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be an older dad than my dad was by ten years. Right. But I'm, I'm quite glad about that. Yeah, good. I'm more me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it, I'm sorry to make that about me because I mean, no lad, course. what we're talking about is, you know, I, it's, I guess it's pertinent, yeah. A, a huge shift in your understanding of what your life has been. Did, yeah. Was that fair to say? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, you get a diagnosis like that, it's like, yeah. oh, shit makes sense. Yeah, a little. If you just allow me to, I, I just wanted to say that you mentioning the societal thing and the pressures, it's like, and it's a very westernized thing, isn't it? Yeah. There is no right or wrong way to do it. Yeah. But you can't help, particularly myself, I feel like I'm sort of swimming against the flow, as it were. Right. Which is what I want to do. Yeah. Like, I don't want a house. Yeah. I don't want a 50k job or whatever, in, yeah. in that sense. But yeah. it can still be hard to think of it when... Right. Because, you know what I mean? Because that still feels what, like the end goal yeah. is assumed it should be. Yeah. Um and yeah, I'm just not ready for that yet, which yeah. is fine. And it's yeah. good to recognise that, but it, it doesn't make it any easier necessarily. No. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say that. So no. are you saying with the getting diagnosed? Um just yeah, I th- I guess just interested in sort of whether things have changed for you as a result of it, whether you sort of uh, you know, do anything differently now that you know yeah again it's tough so i guess like i guess in a way you sort of already know but also you don't because like my conscious is the only one that i have it's the only one i've ever known yeah so i can't like i don't know what it's like to be neurotypical and i never will yeah so you don't really understand that you're quote unquote different yeah and then a lot of my depression is deep-seated in feeling alienated okay. not feeling normal not feeling like i belong yeah. so i was struggling with that and then i think i was 24 25 uh just in the pub farting about like how i do little prankster or whatever um and someone just sort of was like look man can i can i just have a word like really like just fully from a place of love i was like uh yeah of course <laughs> and they and yeah they just got me and they were like like I've been seeing you a few few times these weekends there and that, and I just got diagnosed with ADHD like a year a year or two ago, and I think you have it. Right. I was like, oh, okay. And then they were like, I'm in this Facebook group for it, try and get into here, and I spoke to her about it, and the support group was really good. And then you just start reading up on it, and you're like, oh yeah, that's me. Yeah, that is me. Oh God, I right. yeah I, yeah. To the point where I spoke to my GP about it eventually, um, which was funny. That was probably two or three years ago. Here you are, fill in these forms, write this essay, <laughs> get back to us. Two years later, ringing them up again like, yeah, I mentioned about ADHD and I never got round to doing anything. And two like, years? Yeah, my Honestly. own fault. I didn't. What was it? Yeah, just wow, put it off. Just right. put it off. And they were like, how come you haven't filled these forms in then? We, we spoke about it. Uh because I think I've got ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> like, sat yeah. down filling in Why, why the hell do you think forms are the right way to go about Yeah. So, so yeah, then I, I got into it all and I did, I had to write like a 500 word page on how it affects my quality of life and stuff. Is, which, is that a test then to see, it sounds so counterintuitive to yeah. make somebody sit and do that, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, 
But I suppose if that's the best method to to understand yeah. it, right? Because how else do you know? I think the only way that they know is based on the symptoms. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, filling in like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like an autism, OCD, ADHD test. Man. Uh, online. And then yeah, in this portal, I had like four forms to fill in about childhood and adulthood and how it affects quality of life. Um, And third party had to fill in a couple, which I got my mother to do. Right. Um, And then, yeah, I had the assessment with the guy. It's kind of horrible, actually, some stuff he'd he'd asked me, but they need to get into the nitty gritty, don't they? Yeah. Um, And again, just from my own reading about it, I do remember he's asking me questions about autism here. Right. He's asking me questions about OCD here, okay. which was scary. That, not that it should be, no. but it was kind of scary. And I was like, I can hell does he think I have that? But but they just want to cover all bases because they do go hand in hand, don't they? There is no real... Yeah, it's, it's a neurodivergence. Yeah. So but yeah, You th- kind of come to terms with the idea you might have ADHD, but the idea that it might be autism or, or OCD yeah, was which I still wasn't prepared for. frightening. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it wasn't, I don't think we've decided that. But yeah, we got, I think we had 90 minutes scheduled and we must've got about an hour through and he was like, okay, Leo, I think, I think I've got what I need here. Anything from you, any questions or whatever? And I was like, well, I'd scrolled a load of stuff down, mate, that I wanted to make sure you that you knew. He's like, okay. And I read a few of them out and he was like, stop, 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 stop. I, I've got enough. Yeah. You, you, you present quite highly to me. So right. I do think you've got it and we are going to try and get you x y and z uh so yeah and like i say that will have only been two months ago or so man well i'm 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 glad you got a diagnosis i know there's been mm. a lot in the news recently about how yes. hard it is to get them and um yeah something I, going on with private diagnoses not yeah being, being fake yeah. yeah which is horrible man horrible like it's not hard enough already to get taken seriously and the support you yeah. need to then have something like that find and, out it's not real or... and society already has a poor perception of it um and then yeah that just like trivializes it even more doesn't it yeah which yeah is really not good um would you mind me asking what sort of support you th- you will get or you think you need well yeah or... so as you, you and again not to get political but i know you mentioned earlier so they've put me on a waiting list for titration which is testing medicines right. i think it's lizdex amphetamine they're gonna try giving me to start with they're right. all amphetamine based to help right. your brain yeah get the stimulation that it needs which i always thought was really surprised me in that because it's a hyperactive sounds sounds think, the wrong way around doesn't it does it? doesn't it yeah it's fascinating but there must be loads of research but that's it. what it is your brain is searching for that dopamine yeah. based stimulation yeah um wow but yeah that's seven months i've got to wait for that right with potentially psychotherapy and stuff but yeah that's seven months so again it sort of felt like and nobody's fault because the individuals all really want to help it's probably worse for them isn't it but sort of like okay yeah you have it uh back in the water now good luck for seven months till we scoop you out again all right yeah yeah cheers and what about um, the support from, you mentioned there was a group that you'd been a part of and, and does interacting with Facebook groups and other people who you know who who are, have been diagnosed, does that help? Do you feel well, part of a community in that respect? The Facebook group, the admins sort of like just became inactive, so that hasn't been a thing for quite a right. while. Um, 
And then I don't really know anybody else who's really particularly ailed by it, if that's the right word. Um, but yeah, just in the menfulness group, the the blokes who have it and say stuff about it, I haven't really discussed it with them, but just just knowing that other people struggle is sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm one of them. Yeah. Which is a bit of, you know, gives you a sense of belonging, I yeah. suppose, which is something I've never really had, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, and I, I would, you, when you know, and you can share in there when you're mm-hmm. ready. And I've, yeah. I've spotted quite a few blokes talking about um, where they're at, and I guess everyone's at a different point on that journey. And there, there is some, you know, who who make light of where they're at. I saw something today saying uh, with someone saying that mindfulness is becoming quite a safe space for for neurodivergent yeah. people, um, and then said, and then said something along the lines of, um, you know. Well, I was thinking about maybe having a subgroup and then creating one and then adding everyone and then doing all this extra stuff and then getting bored of it straight away and then never using it again. Yeah. And I was like, that's that, you know, it's it's nice that he feels safe in order to be able to make jokes like that. Yeah. And, and that's his that's his thing. But I suppose there's also that societal thing that people do, which is I've been guilty of myself before where they say I'm a bit ADHD about that or I'm a bit OCD yes, about that which is yeah. kind of like you mentioned before it feels like it maybe trivializes yeah. it a little bit yeah people really don't know what it's like no um, it affects quality of life man yeah. quite badly yeah there's the all sorts of things in there executive dysfunction emotional dysregulation rejection yeah. sensitivity disorder and they're and, all horrible, mate. And so you've experienced those things. Yeah. Are you are you happy to talk about any what any of those things? Yeah, are like? again, I don't really know them all that well, but yeah. um Yeah, and it's tough to to know about it. Oh dude, yeah, like when I was a kid, I was a crier, man. Yeah. Always really crying. But because we feel everything so it's a it's a blessing and a curse. Right. I think Ross wrote something about it, if he doesn't mind me saying sorry. I'll when, check with him too. When I said that I just had a diagnosis in mindfulness. And he wrote some about the highs are so high, but man, are the lows really low? Because we just, yeah, whatever it is, feel everything so much more deeply. The emotional dysregulation. I am, and I spoke to, well, a friend once who's a GP, and we were chatting about it. He has it. And I was saying, I'm on my journey. I'm waiting for it. I've got an assessment coming up. He's like, oh, right, right, right. He was like, well, look, in the basic of senses, I've always understood it as, and he did me a graph. Obviously, unfortunately, listeners, I can't draw you one. (laughs) But he drew me a graph. You've just got a line, right? Yeah. And if above is mania and below is depression, he's like, your regular human being sort of straddles that line. And then someone with bipolar, for example it's really really prominent the peaks peaks. in the troughs and then adhd and like even autism and ocd somewhere in the middle okay so we have more mania than a neurotypical and we have more depression than a neurotypical yeah and it's just having to try and come to terms with it all isn't it because i I remember i'd always get told i'm really annoying and stuff or like even my friends and that would be like do you ever shut up or like (sighs) Why are you talking about this when we're trying yeah. to talk about that? And it's like, oh, I don't know. It just made sense to yeah. talk about that now. Went to go see my friends in Ellesmere Port. Literally mid-conversation. Again, the absolute classic. Just talking and I was like, whoa, look, there's a plane. And they all just burst out into <laughs> laughter. I was like, I've just, I've just done that thing, haven't I? And they were like, yeah, man. And one of them, uh, 
who doesn't know me as well as the others and he was like fucking hell man you make me laugh I said what do you mean and he was like just how like I want to get inside your head how does your brain work I couldn't give you examples but yeah. he's like yeah just talking about this and then you're talking about that and then so yeah I used to have alienation with that and I definitely used to mask a lot right so a you lot. cover it up so even though you're feeling it internally yeah. you try and present like everybody else is yeah. presenting in that situation and then oh, you get man. really like oh am I speaking too much am I making too much eye contact have I not said enough did I eat today what did I have for breakfast Oh yeah, you had that banana. Oh God, he's telling me something important. Need to remember to get that bus at twenty-one, twenty-three. Aren't buses weird? Some of them have four wheels. Some of them have six. There's those electric ones now as well, isn't there? And it's strange that we have electric motors now, and they don't run the same as an inter- just like that. Yeah, like, Oh my God. Tangents. And you just yeah. can't escape it. But that's who I am, isn't it? Yeah. I, my, I, my best friend, my dearest friend, Simon. He he won't mind me saying but I'll, i will ask him um but you know he's he's um a mature student as well mm-hmm. he's older than i am and he's he's just had a diagnosis in the last few years and it's answered those same sort of questions for him that tangents um you know he's a music producer and so for him um sitting and focusing on like listening to the same tiny bit of music again and again and again until it's bang right like that you yeah. can do that no problem for hours and hours and hours and hours and end yeah but I have a conversation with him and it takes him three quarters of an hour to, to get to the point that he's yeah. trying to make. And, and it's, it's, it makes for the most incredible, fascinating whirlwind conversation. Right, like yeah. it's, it's why I love him, you know? Yeah. So I suppose in some respects that mate who's like, man, I want to get inside your head. It's not like, it sounds like that's an endearing yes, way that it, he yeah, sees very you much rather was. than, very much you know, was. so it's like, I guess, people mask because they feel like they're supposed to be more neurotypical. Whereas actually what makes you neurodivergent might be the thing that makes you more endearing to people. Absolutely. Like I said, blessing and a curse. And with that, it's like finding your people, which is true for everyone. Yeah. But it's like, and not that they have to be neurodivergent at all. It's just people who, who like, like it doesn't define me, No. but it's obviously, like affects who I am to a degree and it's just finding people that are not not tolerant tolerant isn't the right word but people who I guess as you say who who, who find it endearing yeah. like the people who hate it or whatever not that it's like that because I can understand how it would be annoying for people but it's like well bollocks to you like yeah. I can't help it man exactly this is who I am yeah yeah um and, and I guess you know again I'm not trying to make it about me although i seem to keep doing that no it's um, a but, conversation but, but, isn't it, but, brother, but like... what you um what you say about being in a live conversation and being up in your own head mm-hmm. that was you know I, I spent years and years thriving on live conversations um granted probably trying to be what everybody wanted but recognizing that my mask was falling off when i was at my most anxious because i was yeah. like have i said something i've upset them there uh, what do they think of me? Oh God, I've just said something and I've forgotten. And then going, shit, I'm not in this conversation anymore. And yeah, they, they've noticed. Now they think I'm fucking weird. Oh God, <laughs> now what? And then it, it and then it's a loop. And then it's like, then yeah. it is anxiety. And it's so I can sort of dream. see from what you've said, why they say it can lead to anxiety mm-hmm. because, because people are masking. And it's tiring to mask. Physically yeah. and mentally exhausting. I bet. And we shouldn't have to. No. 
we should that's the whole the world built for neurotypicals again yeah. why should we have to fit into your little not that it's an us and them it, it, no. it shouldn't be but and you hope that now it's like my um, partner she's a um, senko at school yeah. and young people displaying sort of traits mm-hmm. characteristics mm-hmm. of being neurodivergent mm-hmm. is quite common yeah and it, and and they recognize it even yeah. though it might not be diagnosed at a really young age she's in primary school yeah they understand what children need more yeah and good. she's just about to open an alternate provision at her school so mm-hmm. they're actually allowing they're saying that it's normal classrooms might not be the best environment to learn in and so rather than keeping people in the same place and then falling behind mm-hmm. or feeling like they're failing mm-hmm. then why not provide them with a space that's that is yeah that's great to hear man um that's great to hear you would hope that over the years as they become adults rather than feeling like they have to mask they recognize that they are as much of a part of the society yeah that they help build the society that is more um sort of geared up yeah for people and it's a recognized legal disability in uk law if you disclose it to your employer they depending on what you discuss with them and what you need they might be legally obliged to make reasonable adjustments yeah. to make your yeah. work life easier yeah. much as a individual in a wheelchair needs needs ramps and accessible toilets or whatever it's yeah. it's not dissimilar to that is it absolutely no but that's good though man because like i say just knowing and i hate i don't I, I i'm sure i don't and i would never want to use it as an excuse for anything but at times because I now know, and it's helped me to understand and stuff. Yeah. And I don't disclose it to everyone. A close friend told me, I was like, oh, do I like make a Facebook post about it? Do I tell all my buddies? And they were like, oh man, it's, it's your thing. You tell whoever you want to tell. Yeah. Like you don't, and, and he it was him. He was like, it doesn't define you. Yeah. Yeah, you have it, but it's not who you are. It's an aspect of you. Yeah. So if you feel it appropriate to tell whoever, then tell them. And obviously, I've told university and stuff, yeah. and they've been phenomenal with it. Have they? But yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Or at times, just like, not that people are necessarily being horrible to me, particularly, but if they just meet me and stuff, nowadays it might be a little, look, man, I can see that I'm maybe annoying you here or whatever. I'm really sorry I've got ADHD. Yeah. And then they're more often than not like, oh my God, like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. It's like, yeah, you went to know, but I'm not trying to be annoying. Yeah, It's just how I am. And yeah, there's still so much that I don't know and still getting to grips with. And yeah. Well, this is so recent, man. Yeah. yeah. So recent. Yeah. Um, and I'm no expert by any means, just yeah. that's the... Well, and it's we, we do try and make that clear to everyone. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, mentalness. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're run by people who've, have lived experience of their own challenges but none of us are nah. qualified to you know and, and nor is that not what we're about we're not about no. diagnosing we're about sort of just taking people as they are but i think this podcast has become an interesting way to like really get to know someone like we get to hear each other's stories a little bit for 10 minutes here and there at an event or something like that and you just you meet people who are like they're they're fascinating and you want to hear their full story and i know there's going to be loads of people who are going to get so much from this man for sure oh class Um, thank you dude and but and 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 yeah you know like i say you're very generous with it and i think that i wonder if it's hard for some people to be generous or to have the words for it i don't know because I'm neurotypical and so and I know how hard it was for example for me to talk about anxiety just from a societal perspective just from a 
will people judge me? Will people think I'm not a good member of yeah. staff or a parent? Or will people judge the fact that I'm not masculine enough? Or whatever the stigma yeah. is around yeah. around anxiety in a man, you know. Um, but all of that from a neurotypical place. But to have something that you're opening up and talking about and mm-hmm. being open about, but also doing that with the challenges that um that that has like i didn't even ask you when we came in like is there anything that you need from a hour and a half long conversation with someone face to face that that might be different from what i'm used to like i probably should have opened with that well yeah Um, i i also hadn't thought about (laughs) it if it makes you feel better (laughs) but it's just something that we're we're all learning out way oh dude fully but um you know is 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 this comfortable for you yes man yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, i'm really enjoying it yeah good yeah thank you no, yeah. no, pleasure. Uh, interesting that you say I'm generous with it. That's kind, thank you. But I think for me, and like you said with the stigma, like worried about people caring, I'm a parent, yeah. I'm a masculine societal. Yeah. And I really am, and I do struggle with it, but I really am very much, one of my deep tenets is, fuck those people, man. <laughs> they don't matter. They, they've they got it all wrong. It's yeah. nothing but love, man. Yeah. It's nothing but love. And that's what's important to me. Yeah. And if, as I said, I'm not sure if I said it when we were rolling, but like if us sat here talking about this and whatever I post on Facebook and sharing mindfulness things or somebody sees the poster in the toilet or the Samaritan sign on the bridge or or whatever, if that helps one person, just one, to think about, holy shit, maybe there is some support, maybe I can do something about it, then then it's all been worth it, hasn't it? Absolutely, man. That's, yeah that's beautiful yeah um and yeah it's interesting what you say there about um fuck those people because <laughs> i feel like that's a superpower for people to be able to like take control of their existence like regardless of anybody else and i'm i'm getting there i am getting there and i feel like I i'm certainly before, not there i struggle with it it's yeah. very human to struggle yeah. with that that the, those those sort of expectations and and the thing is is that I've never I I couldn't put my finger on when, in particular, I started being giving a shit about what other people think. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like I can go, oh well, there was that time. Like I I maybe had it a little rough at school, but no mm-hmm. more than other mm-hmm. little kids mm-hmm. have at secondary school. You mm-hmm. know that feeling of like why. Why do we care about what other people think? Why does it have an impact on our day-to-day life? Why, why is you know how men talk about their feelings so stigmatized? Why can't we just be who we need to be? Yeah. Um, that's a very the 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 little reading I've done on it. That's a very Western yeah. way of thinking. These three pillars of societal pressures, familial pressures, and individual pressures, because right. there is so much pressure yeah. to in the individualistic neo-capitalist world, there's so much to make something of oneself. To have yeah. money is what's important. To have a good job is what's important. Whereas like, and I've never been, unfortunately, it's on my list, but people say you go to Southeast Asia and stuff. Well, yeah. Buddhism, of course. Yeah. It's very much, nah, we're just here. Yeah. Much like the ant is just here. Yeah. They just the... exist. Yeah. And don't worry about that. Like, we're just here. Yeah. Like, we, we don't exist alongside nature we are nature yeah and yeah, yeah. i think we've lost our way with that but 100 percent, we've become kind <clears> of <throat> consumers to be marketed at and to yeah. we need to you know and and yeah it's it is a very fast-paced 
environment. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that gets that's you know you wake up in the morning and look at your phone and you get yeah. a bit of news and it's yeah. like oh god the dread yeah. sets in. Yeah. So I suppose maybe there is there is some of that that like, um, you got to keep on going. There's this hustle culture, isn't there? Yeah. Of like more, more, yeah. more onwards. And I, and I've been good at it myself. Kind of cut, cut. I, I I'm a coach, and I've found that that helps me, despite the imposter syndrome and despite the like fear of failure and other mm-hmm. people's opinions setting goals and a, a, attaching myself to yeah. those future outcomes yeah, yeah, yeah. has helped me still do big things yeah. despite feeling like I'm not good enough and so that's been really useful to a point mm-hmm. but then it also gets to that point where then you're starting to berate yourself for not getting your to-do list done and not having that job that, that you really wanted yeah. or, you know and it's like it's all fairly materialistic stuff yeah. I'm still me regardless of where I live or what yeah, I do. Yeah, with a loving wife and yeah. a lovely little daughter. Yeah, and this like, is it. Yeah. My dad once said to me, and, he, and I know he meant it. In the, he's right in so many ways, but I was talking to him about my mental health and he went, what on earth have you got to be anxious about? Oh. And, he meant, and he meant it with all his yeah, heart. And, he's, right. and you know he's right. He's yeah. like, look, I've got, I know. No, nah, but that's not how it works. But it is, is it? I know. I know. And I'm like, I, I, I wish I could answer that question i wish i could answer it yeah that's not fair yeah. man but, but he can't help and, and this is it it's bit, i don't i wouldn't wish him to ever experience it but i think unless you've experienced it it's very hard to get yourself into that mindset of, of oh i see where yeah. you're coming from you can have sympathy for it but you can't yeah, have no. empathy yeah exactly which yeah two very um, different things but funny funnily enough he is one of those people who he's not looking for more he's he's never you know i asked him about aspirations whether he felt like he wasn't ever good enough or anything like that and he just that isn't the way that he's he sees the world or he's geared up yeah and aspirations Um, aren't necessarily inherently wrong i I didn't mean that no no of course like always self-improvement is a good thing it's just yeah um but it shouldn't be the only thing no and that's not right, man. These diseases—they don't take prisoners, man. They're no. they're insidious. Yeah, it's not. They can affect anyone. Yeah, and that doesn't that doesn't belittle it or dilute it any. No. Yeah, I just I wanted to say that because yeah, if, thank you, man. Like because yeah. some people think like that. What have I got to be depressed yeah, about? What have yeah. I got to be anxious about it? Don't yeah. worry, man. This isn't your fault. No. You ha- the illness has a grip on you, man. Like yeah. you haven't. Don't think like that. Yeah, I think it's helping that more and more people are coming out in positions of power or sports people and, you know, even in Tyson Fury or, you know, in the most masculine and the most high pressure environments and going, I don't feel good. Yeah. So then it's like, well, if they can get to where they are while not feeling good, then it's not a sentence. It doesn't define us. It's something that we live with. Yeah. Um. Oof, heavy. That was, but I'm I'm glad we went there. And I'm sat here like ticking along like there's so many more things to say about yeah. that and what's the one that I forgot to say and then oh I should have said that, it's too late now. I couldn't even you know remember what's what that was. Beautiful man, <laughs> is that we can do this and then you're gonna go off on a another adventure. Yeah, buddy. And and you're gonna you come come back. Like yeah. this, you know, a I'm, different I'm, man. Yeah, well, yeah. And and I think a that, better man, hopefully. Well, look, I think what is this saying about the river? Uh I'm going to, I should know this because I've tried to recount this statement before, but it's something <laughs> along the lines of um, that, that a man never steps in the same river twice, not the same river, not the same man. 
because it's right. like every single we're, we're going through it you know you mentioned it before i suppose that progress isn't linear uh it's it we're trying to like every experience is going to change us mm-hmm. and so finding out um you know i hope you don't mind me saying but it sounds like you've gone through a hell of a lot in a very short space of time and and going off to university you've done what a year of uni yeah you've had that diagnosis yeah. you're about to go traveling yeah. do you want to tell us a little bit about that yeah 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 happily um i think when we were discussing it before we got into the recording and as i say i look back on my struggles with depression and with adhd as well and stuff and i'm like Again, with my alienation, not thinking I was living the correct path, et cetera, et cetera. I look back and I'm like, I've had years robbed from me and potential experiences robbed from me, which, and I need to be better at thinking equally how much I have done and how fortunate I have been to have had the opportunities that I have, et cetera. But it's sort of got to the point now where I'm, I think I'm, mostly on the other side of it it will always be a work in progress we we're human beings i still have bad days sometimes i get triggered by things i've got a lot of emotional stuff that i'm trying to deal with at the minute but i'm getting counseling for and then it's just sort of about acquiring a toolbox that i can then apply to and now i recognize if there's a sort of depressive veneer coming over my life take a step back reflect try and stay afloat um but yeah i got to the point where i'm trying to well with going to university was probably obviously the biggest but potentially the first step in sort of trying to take back some control trying to start living my life for myself a little and then with this um god rest her blessed enough to have come into some money from my grandmother uh inheritance she passed away obviously um and i knew i wanted to do something this summer some are like traveling south america southeast asia big ones on my list would like to go to new zealand and stuff like that but i had no one to go with and i again mentally speaking and i think i probably am right it kind of sucks but i'd i knew i wasn't ready to do it on my own yeah they say that's such an excellent thing to do and i would like to try that but i i I just don't think i could hack it um but yeah so i was researching looking at stuff and it was getting later, it was getting later, it was getting later. And I was like, uh, I'll probably just, I don't know, do interrailing again, do a month in Italy or somewhere, get the trains, because that'd be class. Yeah, absolutely. We've got the yeah. continental Europe on our doorstep. We've got, yeah. we ignore that far too often. Yeah. Even right here in in Britain, yeah, you know. Well, we don't have to go too far for an adventure. No. But equally, you've carved out yourself a, a big trip have you this time yeah south america i'm there for the best part of five weeks so it <laughs> happened um i'm a bit of a stickler for it apparently um i'd been drinking a little and was just prodding some fuck in the in the rugby chat nothing silly or anything but then i think some people end up misunderstanding which is easily done and yeah. i've been guilty of it oh heck no lads no 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 like i was just being naughty don't don't worry about it i'm, I'm sorry blah 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 and then one of them, I'm sure he won't mind me saying again, uh, Melders he's called. Right. Bit younger than me. I think he's 24. But he private messages me and he's like, ah, don't worry about it, lad. No, you're just being silly and all that. Yeah. How are you anyway? Oh, he's just been in Ukraine volunteering. Whoa. What a guy. Shout out to Melders. Shout out to um, Melders. That's amazing. Yeah, man. Um, 
But yeah, how's your summer? Oh, it's kind of lonely and boring, mate. I knew I wanted to try and go do summer, but I haven't got it sorted yet. Probably just go Italy. He's like, all right. Well, I'm off to South America on my own. Fancy it. That, shut up. No, I'm serious. Nah, shut up. I couldn't possibly hijack your adventure. He's like, mate, it wouldn't be hijacking. I'm literally inviting you. We'll have an excellent time. All right, mate. Talk to you in the morning when I'm sober. He messages me like, now then, you big drunk man. What are you saying? And I was like, I'm in, mate. Booked my flights. And then he sort of has a little plan. That's cool. Brazil, Peru, Chile, Argentina, Paraguay, Bolivia oh is his God. sort of plan. So I am oh just sort God. of hopping along. He just booked Machu Picchu for us, which oh is class. God, so yeah, mate. I just like put the money down, got the vaccines and stuff. It's happening. When? We're what, going, when, mate. How many days? Dude, the 22nd of August is my flight. Oh, Tuesday. It's a week. Yeah, man. That's I'm not mentally prepared dude. at all. I don't know if you could could be. I don't, I've, I've, I've got a couple of very, very good friends who went and did it. It just looks like it's just so much fun, so much so. colour, incredible food. So. The people look amazing. The music, like everything just looks That's it, man. Bob on, mate. The it's culture and the sick. people being yeah. different, giving me some different perspective. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward yeah, to that. Yeah, it's a proper trip, that, isn't it? I mean, Italy's yeah. lovely. Yeah, it's not out of your comfort zone, is it? Whereas nah. this is this is proper. In five weeks, yeah. you're not going to feel like it's a holiday. It's it's no, you're, it you're won't proper be. Gone. I mean, they'll <laughs> be like, what if we do stuff for four or five days? And be like, Mel does, man. I'm not this sort of guy, but I just really need a beach day. Yeah, and he'll be like, yeah, me too. Let's get some too, beers. Right? Sit so, on there. Oh, I know I'm, I'm buzzing, so mate. It will be good. You. Hopefully, it'll be good. And um, and you, you mentioned there a little bit about it being sort of taking some control yeah and you, did you include going to uni itself in that then did you did you was that an important decision for you yeah in uni, relation to yeah. what's going on again i was really big part of my depression was stagnation right. the job i was sort of stuck in and they were great they were really really good um but i sort of kept asking for a bone to be thrown and sort of was half promised one and two of the years were through COVID and that. And obviously I didn't know, I, I don't know like the state of the business. And it was like, yeah, yeah, it'd be good when it's this. It'd be good when it's that. And it just never happened to the point where I was like, well, I need to go and do some to give me some, yeah, direction, different experience. I've always known. I study English language and linguistics. Where at? Uh, it's at University of Brighton. Brighton, oh, I'm in. Yeah, and I just knew that's something I've always been interested in. Yeah. Uh, my first girlfriend, we did a teaching English as a foreign language course and yeah. lived in Italy for half a year oh, nice. until having to come back for everything, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's something I've always been good at, always enjoyed, and I was like, well, why don't I just do that, man? Like yeah. education, self-improvement, yeah, it can never be a bad thing, can yeah. it? And they're supporting you, and it's it, like you say, it's um, it's on your terms. Yeah. And it's lovely that you kind of go, but we still hear from you about where you're at, and what yeah. you're doing. That that's it's the nice beauty that you of that WhatsApp that. group, man. So yeah, I hope that continues. Um, obviously, when you're on your travels, there's no expectation, no, but man. like you know, bother some photographs in. Let us know where you Happily, are now and again. Mate. Happily. <laughs> You don't um, want to like rub it in though, do you? <laughs> I mean, you know listen, what I mean? We're like, gonna live vicariously me. through you, man. Yeah, rate that. No, absolutely. All right, I can be that vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, is there anything else? 
do you think that you we maybe haven't touched on enough or i mean other than as i say when i'm in it and i'm thinking oh i need to say this and then yeah. i go off on a tangent yeah, and i yeah. forget so i mean you might get that when you listen back go oh i should have said that yeah note it down we'll do it again lad would be sat here for yeah. hours on end mate <laughs> I could trying, talk to, to, you for ages, trying to perfect sure, it but... i've been trying to think of the thing that some people say about adhd and i can't i can't remember it it's like we're blank perfectionists Oh, I right, can't remember right. what it is. We really, really strive for perfection, but don't have the ability to create it. Right. Nor does anyone. Perfection doesn't exist, no. does it? But Which is why you often don't start things. Right. But yeah, anyway, that, this, I'm going on a tangent. Yeah, well, I mean, we can do. And, <laughs> nah, and, and by all means, like I say, nah. we'll, we'll do this again, man, for sure. Okay, mate. Um, because it sounds like this is all quite new to you. Yeah. Um, and I think from getting to know some of the lads in the group about sort of talking about coming up to a diagnosis that whole way for some of them it was long and it was hard and it was stressful and then they get it and then there's that kind of grief yeah relief that it's happened but then like and that some of things have made sense in their life but then also that yeah letting go of like an old pattern there's a great mac miller line usually my second favorite artist i nearly put it as my song um it's called the question and when i was like before i had my attempt on my life i was listening to that amongst many other songs every day man just every lyric he nailed it so i've been looking in the mirror and it still don't make no sense i'm asking what am i supposed to do done so much in my short lifetime but i haven't done shit i don't flow around the whole world First I shook a million hands, then I took a million pictures. But I'm a hostage in my own world. Yeah, my thoughts, my own enemy. Got no time for these bitches. I got too much on my damn mind. So if I add some more stress, I just don't see how I'm a cold. I think they underestimate the grind. I do to bring this dough when I'm only 20 years old. I wonder why I sent this devil truth, cause I feel incredible. But there's one in that that I have now since to realize alongside my alienation is the ADHD stuff. Just one of the lyrics is, um, everybody seems to have it, but to me it seems they lack it. And it's like, oh man, brother. Yeah, bloke's yeah. a genius. Gone before yeah, his time. Man. Oh man, he was only like what? 20- Twenty-six. I'm older now than he was. Yeah, it'd be five years in September, mate. But what he did in that time is, can oh, you imagine I'd... what he would do oh. with a full life? Oh, Jeez, bless man, his heart, man. Absolute, absolute genius, mate. I came across him. Someone played me his little tiny desk concert. Oh, you know, yo, isn't like, that just magnificent? That was that was how I was introduced to him, and it was like five years ago, mate. Is, now that was just before he went, was Literally it? Literally just before he died. <sighs> so that album that everything's off is Swimming, yeah. which just turned five on the Man. 3rd of August. That's And he did that, I think it was early September, and then he died like a fortnight after. But yeah, that tiny desk is amazing, yeah, man. Well, Thundercat I mean, on the six-string bass. I'm like, gonna link, I'll link into that. And listen, we'll play. So which song was it that you like? You wanted uh, that you mentioned? What song was it? The one out of the lyric yeah, of that. It's yeah. called the question. The question. Well, we'll put it in, man, for sure. There's no rule that you can only have one. Right. Just, you know, people would go on forever if you say, yeah. bring some songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try and restrict them I to one. To Mac Miller so That's much, cool, man. Yeah. We'll have some Mac Miller for sure. Um, thank you. Um, Pleasure. And 
They've got another couple of songs. We'll talk about them if that's okay. So your happy song is uh, Diana Ross, I'm Coming Out. Yeah. This is one of the happiest songs of all time, surely. It's good, isn't it? Just played it at my sister's wedding at the weekend. So Men. Yeah, what a tune. Dude, man, like, that's, it's my favourite intro of all time. <laughs> yeah. So good, like, the cheeky little drum fills and that. Yeah, honestly, I struggled. There was, there's so many candidates yeah. that I could have put on there. Yeah, is and music a, a big part of your life? Then you mentioned you do a bit of drumming, you do a bit of dancing, a bit of poetry. I assume you're a massive music. Fan oh, lad, like yeah. yeah, I just constantly have music on in the back. One of my flatmates four or five years ago, <laughs> he was like, and he wasn't saying it like he was annoyed or anything, but I was just cooking or whatever, and he was like, "Fuck's sake, you always have music on, don't you?" <laughs> it was like, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I listen to anything and everything, man. It's, yeah. yeah. Somebody asked me the question, would you rather be blind or deaf? Didn't even think about it. I was like, blind. Yeah. And that's a heavy one. Sorry to just sort of flippantly put that in there. It's heavy, man, because I wouldn't want to be blind, but I couldn't live without music. Of course. And I know deaf people can experience it through like the bass and such, but I was like, I just couldn't live without it. Yeah. So yeah, it's massive for me. Uh, but yeah, I'm coming out, Diana Ross. I don't know, like I said, I, I could have put anything in there. I really thought about, there's a guy called, oh, I always I was misremember his surname, Dele Sumisi or right. Dele Sosimi. Oh, yeah. Can't remember. But he played keyboard in Fela Kuti's, uh, what are they called? Are they the Africa 500 or the Africa 70? Anyway, the band that played with Fela Kuti, just like big Nigerian Afro beats. Oh, yeah. And, uh, mate that that is my jam like i absolutely love it i've seen him once at the crescent oh yeah and uh, i'm just trying to pull up a picture that my mate took of me we went to uh cross the tracks in brixton oh yeah very recently um it was kind of a letdown i won't lie which is a shame but it's like a big jazz soul festival kind of thing and Della Sissimi was there and dude, I'm just grooving, man. <laughs> like, it's so good, mate. Like, bongos and just, oh. Man. Dude, all, like, all incredible. day I could listen to that. <laughs> That's reminded me, actually, it was my birthday once. And a rugby lad who I play for, well, play with, sorry. And he's, I don't know how long he's been there. And obviously, me being away from York, I don't, I don't play that long. But he's South African. Uh, and he just posted a photo of me on my birthday and put... <laughs> Happy birthday to the Yorkshire Lion with an African heart. Oh, <laughs> I was like, me. yes, brother. <laughs> and Fela Kuti live with Ginger Baker in Berlin. If you haven't listened to that album, check it out, man. Sensational. But yeah, so I went with I'm Coming Out, Diana Ross, because it is upbeat. And for me, it sort of has, I guess, since everything I've been through, yada, yada. I know I keep saying it, but I guess that's what we're talking about, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost that um, reincarnation 
for me, I get that from it. I know she doesn't necessarily mean that. Yeah. Well, maybe she does. You don't know, do you? Yeah. But like, I'm I'm coming out. Like Andy Dufresne climbing through 500 yards of foul-smelling <laughs> shit. I'm coming out. Like, I'm on the other side, man. Life's for yeah, living. Oh, that's Let's so go good. get it. That's and so yeah, good. it's just my favourite It's amazing intro tune. of all time. And I'm pretty sure, because I think it was Sheik who wrote it for, I think. Is that I, right? I think so. Unsurprising. He's written all sorts, Andy, for everyone. Yeah. But I remember, obviously, it's become like a massive gay anthem. And I think, oh, right. Yeah, oh, it makes because, sense. Yeah. Duh. Well done, Leo. Know, I'm sure it was like written... <laughs> Because obviously she then uses it to come out to start to open her sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm sure that it was written. I don't know if it was written as a gay anthem. Okay. I need to look that up. Oh, but right. of course it's become this huge, yeah, incredible song of like celebration and inclusivity of yeah. love, and, and you know it's it's got so many reasons to be such a brilliant tune. Yeah. Uh, and such a happy song. So yeah. I'm really glad you've chosen that one. Class, mate. I love man. it. Um, like I say, so many candidates, which is yeah. nice. Of course it? it is. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And look, you know, maybe I should start with the um, the sad song and move into happy Oof. because. The sad song that you've chosen is 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 about as as heavy as it gets. You know, I mean, the, the cure, yeah. uh, the same deep water as you. Yeah. Um, I listened to it just now, just before we we met, to kind of get my head in it. And oh, it's yeah. like, oh god, yeah. Yeah, it's, man. It's it's deep and the lyrics <laughs> yeah, man. Are really. It's powerful, man. Yeah, um, man. And knowing what you've been through and stuff like that, I assume that yeah. this this has been a heavy song for you to have have as a oh man yeah song. I'll listen to it a hundred of times yeah well they're my favourite band as I say right. closely followed by Mac Miller um, but yeah and that's my favourite album of all time man yeah what? pro tip don't listen to it in the gym <laughs> <laughs> trying to blast out your deadlift PV and you're just like in tears <laughs> um, yeah but yeah Disintegration and the, the titular track Actually, I nearly put on there because that used to be my favourite song of all time. But the same deep water is used now, my favourite song. To be fair, every song on that album at some point has been my favourite song of all time. Yeah. But same deep water is used always takes this spot. I don't know, man. I, for me, I always struggle to listen to lyrics, and I do know all the lyrics in that song. Um, I guess it's about a breakup and stuff, which, which is poignant. But that's not the reason why I love it. It's just like, like you say, the the, the broody music, the big like, bassy riff, yeah. just really, really resonates with me. Yeah. And the thunder at the beginning and the rain throughout. It's just. I, I can't put it into words. It just speaks to it's me, man. An epic piece of music. Right yeah, there. and the drumming is just class. I love it. Yeah. Taught myself to play it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Were you a fan of the Cure before you were a drummer? Then, or was that something? That yeah, I was actually. Yeah, yeah right? no, yeah, yeah, I was. That's cool. Yeah, 
But they do have some of my favourite yeah. drumming bits. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing um, everything that you have. Like, I'm I'm blown away. Like I mentioned, it sounds like you've had more in the last couple of years, especially if, as you're about to go off for five weeks <laughs> uh, to South America than, than most people um, have to deal with. Oh, right. Well, do, don't you think? You know, well, I don't you know, mate. Maybe, maybe I need to recognise that more, yeah. Um, you know, and I'm sorry for your losses. Yeah, um, nah, man, it's life, isn't it? Thank you, though. Um, and, and I'm... I'm chuffed that you're on board and I, I really appreciate what you've done today, man. I know there's going to be a lot of blokes. We get a lot of feedback. People listen to this. They get a lot from it. And um, and this is going to be a really good conversation. Oh, sweet. Too. Well, thanks for allowing me the space, man. Couldn't have done it without you. I hope we get to do this again. Yeah, same. That, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I hope you have a sick time travelling, man. It's going to be immense. Yeah, it'd be all right, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to hearing more about it. And, um, and until next time, Leo. Yeah, sounds good. Take care, brother. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, listeners. Peace, man. All love. Peace out. Thank you, Leo. What a story. What a guy. Have you got something to get off your chest? Maybe you're living with a mental health challenge. Maybe you've got a story to tell. We're here for it. Get in touch. Don't forget to give us a like and a share. And whatever you do, keep talking.